Welcome everybody to this NBA All-Star edition of the Green Room. Kind of our midway point check-in for the season. We're back from our All-Star break. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> We've had a big, long All-Star break. Um, well, just, a, just a quick week off. Nothing terrible. Yeah, we were, we're busy, man. We're busy, man. Had some um, today, finals or exams. Yeah, uh, today was the NBA All-Star game, skills challenge, three-point, everything. I thought the mm-hmm. game was pretty fun in general. I don't know too much about the rest of the events. Um, Steph, Steph running away with the three-point contest was pretty fun. At least I in the first round. I it was the most points in a three-point contest ever. They added now, more. I think they added more. They points. added more, yes. They did add more, but that was the most still, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Andy, okay. It was kind of like what kind of goat shit that Steph was on. Like, um, yeah. I don't know. Let me hear your opinion. Um, oh, I was just going to say beyond that, we have the our power rankings for the midway oh, okay. season. Um, we're going to re-predict end of, the, end of the year awards, see if anything yeah. changes. And then we've got master classes, after class, and fighting words, which will be about the three championship fights that we just <laughs> saw in UFC 259. Right. Um, okay, I'll start with the skills challenge. Yeah. I don't want to include it in the all-star, like – realm of this right now because it's not even like a thing like people don't even put any effort into it i'm kind of completely anti-bigs being a part of it because i think they made it way easier since the bigs joined like they took away a lot of like it used to be like three bounce passes yeah chest passes I agree. a shot a shot a dunk and a layup or something and just yeah they've completely eradicated it and i don't know if this year they were like we don't want as many staffers on hand to run it because of COVID or some shit. Maybe. But it was just, I didn't really see anything I had fun with in the skills challenge. Yeah, I picked the winner. I I said Sabonis was going to win and he won. I think bigs are good at it, but I agree they softened it up a little bit. I think they should just have one, like 6'11 and up, 6'10 and up yeah. uh, skills challenge That's and funny. like make that one different and then a guards one. That's like actually really competitive. Yeah, have it be completely separate. Or at least a lot harder you know doing different stuff but yeah it's kind of lame right now they need to bring back do you remember when they did it was called like the shooting stars challenge we talked about this actually tonight yeah an old half court and everything right it was an old nba player a a current nba player and i believe a wnba player and like i think one took like a layup one took like a free throw and one took a mid-range or a three-point, and then they all just switched off shooting half-quarters, and you had to, mm-hmm. whoever got the best time won. I love that. I think they should bring that back. I just love, I like the, I know it's a, on the same day as the All-Star game, but I love having, like, long, drawn-out events where, like, I actually, like, care, start to care about it a little bit. Today, I felt like yeah. even, like, the dunk contest was super short. The three-point yeah. contest was honestly probably the best event of this year, in my opinion, just because of Steph. Dude, it was, um, Steph was on some goat shit. Like, yeah. that's really cool what he was – like, winning it on the last shot and, like, score, having the highest point total ever. And, like, each time he missed, like, three of the first four, so, like, built mm-hmm. a little suspense up and then just went dumb. He's just – he's so good. He, it makes me laugh. What did you think Good about joke. the dew balls, the four-pointers there? Oh, I loved them. Yeah, I, I lo- like them too. Yeah. They're at a good spot. Great I think addition. they could even back them up a little further, if I'm being totally I agree. honest. Honestly, like I, I saw agree. it. I, I was like, I, I saw it. I was like, I know that's a thirty-four footer, but we could make it like thirty-seven, and that might still work. Like, dang, make it a little right. harder. 
Yeah, exactly. Because um, that's like a normal three for Steph. Like, he yeah, probably exactly. shoots like half of his threes from that range. So, same with Dame. I mean, how many so did he make in the All Star game? Like, five or six of those? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. At least. A half quarter. So, um, another takeaway I have is. It was the first time I got to see Jason Tatum just shoot over and over. He's got a little hitch in his shot. It's a weird jump shot. I said that exact same thing. He's a weird jump shot. Like, it's just, especially from the angle, like, where you're watching from the wing, where you're not looking at it head on and not straight from behind. So, like, you see the little elbow thing happen. Mm -hmm. And I didn't love it. I just didn't love it. He, like, kind of gets to the middle and, like, lined up every time. But it's, like, a weird movement to get there. He he just annoys me on a lot of levels. So I was happy to see that. I'm it glad he did better than of him. Hey, I'm glad he did better than Jalen Brown in the uh, three point challenge at least. Pretty Why are you glad the, about that? Because I'm a Tatum guy. Oh, I didn't know, you know that. This. Well, I'm okay. I'm a reasonable guy. Like I realize Jalen Brown <laughs> is doing better this year and is probably better. But I've I was historically a Jason okay. Tatum guy. Oh well, if you think Brown's a uh, Brown is better right now, then you're not like a crazy Tatum guy. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of but I would like Tatum to get better and be better than Jalen <laughs> okay. Brown very badly. All right. Okay. That, that's a level-headed Tatum guy. Oh, like another that. thing I liked was seeing Mike Conley put up 25 in the first round. Uh, he yeah, had that all, was I cool. think he hit all his threes from the corner to end it. He had the highest score before Steph went. Um, Showed out for lefties. Him in the him in general in the All Star game, it's a better it's a better event with Mike Conley there. It just is. Don't it's, give me that face. Don't give me that face. <laughs> no, I I winced for those of, for those of you who experienced my bad podcasting. But I, is it a better event? No. Is it? He could not. It's better. Much worse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Like I'd rather have Devin Booker. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I like. I'm not disagreeing with you that. I'm just saying it should be 15 people, and he probably should have been an all-star before. That is true. Some he should have been his career. He I probably should have been there. Grizzlies. Mike Conley. I, I was looking at his stats just today. He's got like his career highs kind of back at this point. This year, like he not career highs necessarily, but like he's right with like his second, third best years, and he's like on par with all of them. This season. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's pretty cool because he's, what, like 33, 34? Something like that, yeah. And he was washed last there. year, which is really nice. Because now just yeah, a little comeback true. story we got going. Um, he was washed last year. All right, moving on to the All-Star game. I broke this up into first half of the All-Star game, dunk contest, then second half in Elam. Okay. Um, okay. I, and I just literally wrote takes down as I was watching, so it's not I like didn't I didn't have many. I, I, didn't I, see, I just kind of wrote that. anything I, like, thought of and just <laughs> kind of went along with it. Um, number one, the introductions need to step their game up. Um, yeah. It's supposed this to be, like, a, boring. It's supposed to be, like, a really good thing in basketball. It's, like, a very historically, like, like yelling out, like, giving players good nicknames and stuff is just an awesome yeah. part of it. And when Nikola Jokic came in, they said, the Joker is a funny guy, but he ain't playing around. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I th- oh, there was one really bad one that I can't think of right now. Damn Anthony it. Simons, I don't remember what it was, but he had a bad one, too. Um, oh, I think Obi Toppin had a really bad one. Like, No, no, they didn't say ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. They just only said Obi Toppin. They didn't say anything. That's like, disgusting. Nickname. 
That's disgusting. <laughs> he has the best one. Oh, God. By the way, us calling that dunk contest, did he deserve it? No, not no. I'm not gonna say he didn't do any cool things. I liked the first dunk. I he just like I thought it was hard, it just didn't have flair. Mm-hmm. It was hard mm-hmm. though. But he was in the air for a minute. Yeah, so you only you can I feel like you can only do one dunk where you're going for height. You can't go for a second one. Yeah. Like, I, like you I know, agree. you showed it off once. Do some do some between the legs, something behind the back, maybe behind the back would have got me excited. Yeah. I I just Levine and Gordon set too high of expectations for the dunk contest. Oh, 100%. I, like, I loved Obi Toppin first one, but outside of that, like the between the legs type deal, mm-hmm. outside of that, eh, eh. His first one Give me really bigger cool. names. Yeah, I need bigger um, names, too. Yeah, back to the game. Zion yes. was literally built for all-star games. Other than the fact that he was missing dunks. True. Like, he was, like, he's... Selling. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he was missing everything, obviously, but, like, right away, you could tell everyone was just on another level because they were like, this guy can just pull out a 360 between the legs at any point. We got to kind of show him what's good. Like, at least yeah, I'll be referencing that later. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'll be, yeah. I might actually um, change it now that we've discussed it a tad, but we'll talk, we'll talk. Like, LeBron even had that one, like, right at the start of the game where he had that little, like, you know, I, I love terrible podcasting. That. I'm doing the same exact. Thing. <laughs> He's doing like a reverse window. <laughs> he did a reverse window sitting, a sitting reverse window. Giannis I had think. a cool couple cool cool couple cool ones that got me there. Yeah, um, didn't miss a shot. So I no, mean, yeah, the that, two bank threes were ridiculous. As three for three from three, 16 for sixteen from the field. I mean, that's. Plus his averages in All Star games, he's got a, he's averaging like twenty nine a game in All Star games. What is no one wants to stop him? Thirty eight. He also, I think he also I, like plays a little harder than everybody else, just a little bit. A little <laughs> bit, yeah. Well, also he's like he scores on so many dunks. He's kind of close to Zion, where like he's built for mm-hmm. this type of game. Yeah. It also made me sad seeing him and CP three dominate, and seeing tweets like, "Imagine if the folks went yeah. all in on CP three yeah. and I was just like. Yeah, they're right. <laughs> like they're I love Drew, right. but I love it's Drew, a, but damn, damn those lobs we'd be we'd be mm-hmm. witnessing. Uh, and okay. those clutch moments from CP3. Um, okay, yeah. next up on the All Star game, I don't know if I I don't know if you saw this. I might have texted you this. I took the over three nineteen and a half. Okay, okay. Do you know what the final I, score? The, do you know what the final total was? I do not. I do not. Three twenty. And wow. so it, it but it yeah. had to go over at I remember Colin saying, okay, it has to go over now. So at least you know No, no, it like, doesn't have to go over because it's only like one team could like if the I'm trying to I'm trying to think of it exactly how it is. Like if no, Team LeBron would have no if Team LeBron would have scored twenty four before yeah. they scored twenty five, like they Team Durant had to score 25 in that and outscore LeBron's team to I know. go Oh, over. I know. So, like, it, it wasn't I, okay. necessarily going to happen. It was probably – No, I It's like, why wouldn't they kind of catch up, you know? But no, it, I'm it saying came down like, to the last shot. Right. I'm saying – well, yeah. I'm saying, like, you know before the last shot goes up that it's going over because they have to get – like – before Dame no, no, hit that because, shot, you knew it was going over. No, because here's the thing. 
when Steph missed his shot, yes. that was to win. Steph missed his shot, that was to win, but that wouldn't have gone over because whoever hit that last one, I forget who it was. Was it Dame? Dame hit like the almost that, half quarter. That forced the yeah. So whoever hit that the won shot it. before Dame, whoever hit the shot before Dame, forced him to take another shot because Steph missed one. They scored again. Then the, they because Steph missed and allowed it to get extended one more possession. Then it was an automatic win once they scored. It was with like two seconds once left. Once Durant's team scored, yes, they it was you knew okay now it's over. Yeah, that now we're on, okay. We're yes, on the very same it's very stressful, very long. <laughs> yeah, I like I was that like, was close. And Parker at the very beginning, it was dead in the water. Like nobody was hitting anything. Zion was got missing all those dunks. Time. Zion yeah. was missing all those dunks. It was just Steph and Giannis like scoring. Wow, that's nobody crazy. else. <laughs> I can't believe that. I just flat out couldn't. I was like, I if this loses, I'm gonna feel like an idiot. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't. But I, I want to say at halftime it was like perfectly on pace. Yeah. Um, okay. Dunk contest. Did you see all the? Th- I didn't like the choice of judges necessarily. I know they kept it all Atlanta. I missed Josh. the judges. It was, I completely okay. missed. It was all Hawks. Okay. All former Hawks, which are all very good dunkers. But Josh Smith, D. Brown, Neek, Spud Webb, and Josh Richardson. And I was kind of hoping Marcus Johnson was on there. Just Ooh, yeah. I thought that would have been a solid one. It would have been cool. It would. He's just a good personality, too. So that would have been cool. Um, just for anyone that didn't see on Twitter and is listening to this, me, Bob, Parker. Well, me, Bob, and Fritter had the bet going that whoever picked the correct dunker would get a free jersey off DH gate. So I what jersey? That. I don't know yet. Do you got Wait, any do ideas you have for any... me? I really don't. Well, I, I would. I always think weird. I'll have to think. So... I'm kind of thinking of getting a baseball jersey, like a weird Ooh, baseball jersey. I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking basketball for you because you have a passionate hatred for baseball. Yeah, America's but, you know, game. I, I like to be ironic America's pastime. I like to be ironic here and there. Like, would you want to go Brewers? I I was low key thinking like a weird old Tampa Ray, Tampa Bay Ray like, one. Like, so you're those, talking like, like a Carl Crawford? No, I was Maybe? thinking like or even like, older, er, like older. Like oh, when God. they had like those even... weird colored jerseys. I thought they had. I think they had like they black had jerseys one. too. They they had weird black ones with a that was when they were the devil rays you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking. And then they took rays. that off. Yeah. Wow. The, okay, that's I don't even know any players from that. Team. No, neither or, do I. But I, I, I just want to get what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like those old yeah. Diamondbacks, like green and a, purple. Yeah, it those was in a movie cool. too. I I don't remember exactly. What, the Rays. The Rays were the in a, an old movie, or at least a Rays minor league associate was in a <laughs> baseball movie. Somebody, okay. somebody that listens to this podcast will find that out for us. Okay. Rays, Rays Hall of Fame baseball. Well, he was like an old dude that was playing in the minors or something like that. Um, okay. Okay. Well, how did whatever. you feel about the jerseys tonight? Well, that's one of my very few takes, and I will also be talking about this later. God damn it! But. Uh, I loved them. I thought they were perfect okay. for Indiana, like where yeah, it was originally okay, supposed to be. You. It was thank perfect you. for that. And I thought they were clean, honestly. I yeah. think once they were on the court, I liked them a tad less. Mm-hmm, like, especially the yellows, they kind of blended into the court at some points. But 
I thought they were clean. I thought they were cool. At, at least I, a switch up. I'm very glad you said that about like it being Indiana because I was like right. looking at them and I'm thinking if this is on an all yellow and blue and hardwood court, these would look amazing right now. Unfortunately, yes. they're not there. They're on a black and blue and purple and everything court. Like the court, I didn't like. how it looks. Like, I mm. like the court too individually, but mm. I just think it kind of took away from the jerseys a little bit, like having Atlanta and the uh, Pacers jerseys mixed. Um, that's so also okay. One more take I have from the game itself: mm-hmm. they cannot add a four-point line in the NBA. They can't. All it's, hell it would, break. yeah, it, it would break basketball one hundred percent. Like the three-point line <laughs> has done enough. It's done enough. I'm okay basketball. with it because that changed spacing. Like that actually made sense. Adding a four-point line would literally just be for entertainment. Like just to be like, fuck hey, it, let's we have just guys that can shoot this, this far game. Point. Yeah, yeah like, there's no – spacing's fine in the NBA. It's already maybe too ridiculous. If there was a four-point shot, no. Because then you have, like, five-point plays. No, we can't have five-point plays. <laughs> Four free throws, like, someone gets fouled taking a four-pointer. Like, what happens end of a game <laughs> down four? You're, you're, like, at half court, and you just go like this on a shot and get fouled because – Yeah, it just completely changes at the end of the game. Like – I, no, I'm so off it. Twos and threes. It's fucked up stats enough. Buddy yeah. Heald's like made the most threes in his first or fastest <laughs> to a thousand threes ever. That's when you know we're shooting too many threes. Mm-hmm. When Heald's got that record. Um, um, I have one take. Okay, go. I have precisely one take that we haven't really talked about. Uh, actually, two. Doc Rivers and Quinn Snyder would sneaky be a fun duo to drink with. Go out. Okay. Like, you That's, know, that, yeah, no, I like that. I like, you know, first off, Doc, raspy, funny voice, like kind of charismatic, would have some great stories about like the 80s Hawks and the, oh, uh, the trio in Boston and a little bit uh, Orlando, his days in Orlando with T-Mac. So like, you're getting a bunch of stories over many different eras and then sprinkle in Quinn Center, like always dressed in clean, kind of mm-hmm. has a slick back hair. He's probably the guy who's, like, picking up chicks, attracting women over to the group. Like, you know, just a subtle confidence that you mm-hmm. kind of get out of Quinn Snyder. But also, you know Quinn Snyder's going to fight someone, could fight someone. I agree. Not that he's he, gets a, he gets mad. Because he gets, he gets furious at refs. So I just, you know deep down, like, there's some pent-up anger. So if shit gets sideways, Quinn Snyder will go full psycho on people. That's all I, I was I thinking can, about all game. It's me and me, Doc, and Quinn going out. I actually I didn't think exactly that, but I did think that those two were just like a really good combo to be an all-star coach right now. Just like them in the locker room. Yeah, these guys. Like it's really it's it's just an interesting dynamic, especially with no Embiid or Simmons for Doc Rivers to like kind of suck up to because he's he's yeah. kind of like that. You know, he'd like suck up to his own oh, players. Absolutely. But it, like you throw Bud into that mix too, and we just have oh. a jolly old time. <laughs> um, I have. Did you say you have one more thing for the for one this, more take? Game? I yeah. I felt like since we didn't do like a team of the week or NBA mm-hmm. official podcast for this week, I have to rate the uh, State Farm Arena where it was played. In I was Atlanta. okay. I was going to bring this up actually. It's beautiful. Did you see the beams outside, dude? That. Okay, that's exactly what I'm referencing. So not only is it 
fucking huge, which I didn't realize. And I know they, it's pretty new, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Pretty, pretty damn, I like, I want to say within the last five years. Outside is these huge beams that like, they don't obviously spell, like it says Atlanta, of course you can see that, but it's not like blatant Atlanta Hawks, like in print, like it's kind of a little weirder of a design. And I thought it looked beautiful. And it was and lit it. Yeah, it was lit up red. It looked amazing. Like I couldn't and it was like, like driving the freeway. Through, imagine like driving through Milwaukee and you know how right now you see the Hone Bridge like lit up and it's awesome. Imagine just seeing Atlanta spelled out like weird like right, that on your basketball right next stadium. To it. Or it just says Milwaukee, like a fuck ton of letters are up mm-hmm. there. That'd be pretty have, cool. So yeah, I, I like one, that. I do have one last thing, and it's me, Bob, and Chris kind of came up with how we fix the all-star weekend while okay. we were watching it. I'm curious. Um, I'm curious. So for the Rising Stars, we just did the three events. The Rising Stars Challenge, um, add a 1v1 versus Lou Dort at the end. Like, you have to beat him off the dribble instead of just finishing a clean layup. <laughs> now, come on. Okay, okay. The three-point contest is now just a game of horse. Wait, were you talking about skills challenge? Yeah. You That's said Rising my, my Stars. Bad. My apologies. Skills challenge, you just you go one beat, you have to finish on Lou Dort. Like and if like, you're both going are they if they're both going at the same time, he Lou just chooses who he goes mm-hmm. again. Or he guards both of them. He duplicates or Taco gets both of them. Taco's on talk one layup on Lou Dort, one on Taco. That's I like that. Hell. Or both of them. Okay, anyway. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, three point contest is just a game of horse between Damian Lillard and Steph Curry. And, yeah. And the dunk contest, they change it to whoever breaks the rim first. Whoever can just break it. Go to like the older rims that like uh-huh. that don't like have any flexibility back like when Shaq was breaking them, and just see what big fella can come in. And, mm, I love that one. Yeah, you go. You get like really flimsy, and just see who can make the coolest like slow motion video out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it just becomes it, everyone's presenting, trying to basic. Well, I mean, I guess it's not all that different. It's just instead of flair, they're just dunking hard. Yeah, I feel like LeBron be really cool. Zion would win that now, but yeah, LeBron, Giannis, they had an argument. Giannis could. Giannis would have an argument for sure. Maybe Rudy now. No, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and Bede could just because he's so damn heavy. Yeah, yeah. He like he's just a big fella. But I don't think it would look as cool. Like Giannis could come in with one hand from the middle from the free throw line and just tear it down, which would be pretty <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> do you? What was I gonna say? Uh, oh, I agree with all that. But throw in the shooting stars challenge that they got rid of yeah, several years ago. Bring right. that back. Celebrity games important. Keep that. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise I support all those, but I, I actually do like the three point contest. So maybe just like add the Stefan Dame thing on the side every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have to do it. Even like when, just even when they're long like, retired. Like, yeah, well, even not even as them, like <laughs> just the two best shooters in the league, you have them play a ridiculous game of force. <laughs> yeah. It would be hard um, to – I guess you just have to vote for who the best shooters are, who you'd want to see mm-hmm. in the horse game. Mm-hmm. Jokic would be weird in that, by the way. If it was he a would fan vote some... – if they switch the fan vote to just be, like, for, like, weird events like that, like big horse game or something like that, yeah. 21, I don't know, then the fan vote would, you know, it'd mean something, but it wouldn't actually, which is probably what it should. <laughs> right, do. that's true. Um, that's are you ready for power true. rankings? Yes. 
Yeah. Um, what do you want to do here? Because I feel like we're going to have differing opinions at one, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't know what you're going to think. Let me go first. Okay. Let me go first. Okay. The Utah Jazz. Okay. The Utah Jazz are one. Now, I I did the mature thing, and I, I think I actually have a really good list, although – I was kind of biased, but it was a tough I, list. Most of my list is good. Shown, everybody's been up and down all year. Very the big thing, list. the big thing I that affected my power, my picking the Jazz first. Not only just their dominant record, and they have a really good, uh, really good, uh, what is it, scoring differential. But I was like, because I did my season award predictions before I did this. And I was like, the Jazz have someone in, like, everything. Yeah, bro, 100 Every single category, like, the Jazz had an argument, basically. So mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I got to put them on. Like, yeah. they're just – they're you can call them fakes. I don't know. But, like, objectively, first half of the season, they were the ones. Yeah, because you're kind of thinking, like – they haven't shown me anything in big games, but it's also like they're young. They haven't really been there yet. Like Donovan Mitchell's their superstar. He just got there. This team is and it, kind of brand new. Like Rudy Gobert's obviously been there, but like this team is completely different. Honestly, most of them have been around for a while. It's just mm-hmm. they got but Phoenix, just, that this superstar is a, yeah. they needed. So they're yeah, all exactly. reaching heights that they never really got to. And like Before. just have they have so many big bodies like that can shoot. Like even though like Joe Ingles. Bohan and yeah. like Royce O'Neal and them, they're not like crazy athletes. They're just like big bodies that play hard on defense and shoot the ball well. It's just like the whole it, team is built well. Like Joe Ingles can just casually drop 25, 25 mm-hmm. to 30 on you just by like wedding threes. I feel like the Bucks never have that. Like, I, yeah. Gruden, Gruden Forbes will give you 18 on one fateful night. But, like, he would never give you, like, 27 mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like the Jazz just have a bunch of guys that could go off at any given moment purely because of the three ball. Yeah. All right. I'm up with two. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the Brooklyn Nets here. So okay. I know I'm this cool is, I know this is over the last, like, this is kind of the last half of the – this first half of the season. This is the entirety of the first half of the season. And I know the Lakers yeah. are probably here – I know there's other teams like Clippers and Sixers right. are all kind of here because they've had good games. But the Nets have kind of finally ascended over the past few weeks to, like, really feel like one of these top teams. Like, they have an argument – like, in current power rankings, I think they have a pretty strong argument for one. So, I, like, even yeah. thought about that, but I figured I had to put the Jazz. Um, right. Like down the stretch of games when all three are in, you literally don't have an answer and they're going to score. Whether or not they yeah. can stop you is a completely other a different thing, but, like, you have to make every shot to continue to realistically compete with them. KD's yeah. only played in 11 games. Kyrie's only That's played in crazy. 19. KD, KD's averaging 29 KD's without a games. Dude, he's like over – he's averaging 29 without a sweat. And Harden's realistically an MVP candidate because, like, he's playing so well. He's averaging 25, 8, and 11.5 assists. 11.5 assists. Leads the league. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be talking about him a little later, too. But, damn, they're good. Yeah, I don't hate that. Can I random, go at three? Oh, real quick, random oh, thing I okay. thought of just now. Um, do you remember when James Harden last year tried to add a one-foot step back to his arsenal? Yeah, I know the exact shot you're talking about, yes. 
that's all I had to say. I just, oh, okay. I kind of forgot about that. that. No, I just yeah, kind of okay. forgot about that until today. And I was like, because he shot one kind of in the All-Star game. See, that's like, why we can't have a four-point shot. Yeah, because exactly. people will just people will just become good at that, and then it's yeah. like, is half court a thing we got to do consider <laughs> now? Like five point. So it's because of shit like that that we can't. Uh, okay. We can't have. Wait, wait, wait! Random idea pitch for the four point line. It's in the corner of the half court, so like you could trap it really easily if somebody tries to get there. I it's, now we're speaking like it's a little semicircle. Yeah, it's like a little like, box or a like little, little half circle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little like cone, ice cream cone shaped thing, mm-hmm. where you just immediately get back half past half court, and they can just run up on you. There'd be <laughs> yeah. so many crap fouls, though. Yeah, <laughs> there'd be so. Many. But oh well, oh well. I'm still, I'm a fan of it. All right, you're up to three. Um, the Lakers are three. Now, yeah. I, I, I kind of. So you t- you referenced it a little bit, like what you have to consider for this, like currently how they played all first half of the season. And I also took into account, this was kind of my third and final thing, how they played despite, you know, the problems, yeah. any yeah. circumstances that the team faced. So AD was hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. They have a relatively reloaded roster. Like there was a lot of turnover similar to the Bucks. how you kind of, like not a ton, but a de- like, Losing, having Montrez and Dennis Schroeder come in, like mm-hmm. those are two pretty huge pieces that have to come in and get assimilated. So I think considering all of that, they still played pretty damn well. And LeBron's like top three in MVP mm-hmm. voting, and the Lakers are the three seed right now. So I, I think I have to put them up there. Yeah, like because even would... when AD was playing, it wasn't that good. Yeah, because I would like love to kind of put them down a little bit further like I you know I'd love to do that but right like AD being out just kind of showed that the team is resilient enough without him that they're they're probably the third best team in basketball like like having that one vulnerability with like AD potentially missing more time and like if if it becomes more serious and misses the playoffs but you're like even then they're the third best team in basketball right it's tough to do anything beyond three like without like total record and stuff they're not three but they've worked like, it's it. just yeah it with ad out them still being in that elite team mix like not really missing a beat that's kind of what did it for me mm-hmm. all right at four i will put the number one seed in the eastern conference philadelphia 76ers okay um Embiid and Simmons obviously playing at an all-star level, although I'm not sure if they can be considered all-stars anymore. Eh? Uh, I'm, I don't know. As a Bucks fan and anti-Philly fan, I'm going to say no. Yeah, um, they are <laughs> the. I think they're the fifth rated defense right now. I, I wrote top five, which is just a trap for myself because you never know what it's really going to be in there. Um, and them having that, like, I saw their pace, which their pace stat didn't make any sense to me because they were, like, top eight in the league I think they were eighth in the league and think about their team without Ben Simmons on it like and how slow that team would be it's weird yeah it would because be very you, you'd be feeding kind of Tobias in that mid-range and yeah Joel in that post position and kind of Shake. working out from it like you'd have to set it up in the in the half court and like Simmons it and that defense really just speeds it up and adds a whole nother element yeah it's, it, it'd be weird because you'd be just be might be better the- but 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I'm kidding. I know. Yeah, that's a bit a bit of a stretch. Uh, am I up with um, five? I got, got one more thing. They're still okay. not getting like the trend hasn't changed at all of them losing on the road. We've talked about this plenty of times. They're and they're only they're only a half game up on the Nets right now for the one seed. And I think the yeah. Nets are coming for that easy. I think the Nets are going to run away with the, the record, think, the one seed in the second half. Um, I think Philly's going to finish at about three to four. I'm not even I, like I, I think they're going to. I could see them at two, but I don't think if they don't have home court against the Nets or the Bucks, they have really a chance. Yeah. Like in, oh, in a game seven at home, especially like as fans kind of start to come back a little bit, like they just. Yeah. They, it's historically they are terrible on the road and it's going to come back to bite them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I did them dirty on my rankings mainly cause I kind of forgot about them for like three picks, but uh, mm-hmm. so I'm up with five. I'm going to take our beloved Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. This was also one of those situations where like without our third best player, probably second best defender on the team for about 10 games, a pretty big roster turnover and we're still able to be the three seed. Like I get that the East is kind of a shit show right now with like, I want to say, sorry, I want to say the Celtics are the four seed right now. They are Knicks are the five and Knicks are the five seed and they're around, they're hovering around 500. So that's Mm -hmm. not great. That's not great. I'll be honest. There's a lot of average teams in the East realistically that aren't super good when you look at it. Yeah. As a Bucks fan, I'm going to cover that up by saying it's just a dog fight. <laughs> but in reality, there's like the 5 to 12 seed. 5 to 13 seed. Is 5, five to 14 kind of just is even. all within six games. 5 to 14. Yeah, they're kind of just evenly mid. Like they both – they all lose a lot of games. Even the Celtics though. Like they're, they're not oh, yeah, special. I have, so, a, I, have a, I have something to say about the Celtics when we get to them. Okay. All right. So I'll take the Bucks at five. I believe in that. Um, yeah, I think a big part of the Bucks still kind of sticking around up here. I had them at six, actually. I'll tell you who I had above them in just okay. a second. But, like, us, we were title favorites for a bit last year, and our team is better than it was last year. And the only reason I think it's so. not, like, like, even though, like, obviously we're going to have growing pains, and the only reason we're not, like, top three, top four is because other teams got a little bit better and we're new. You know, like yeah. we got to still. We got better. Out. Yeah, we, we definitely just, got. There better. was more turnover in our, on our team. I also kind of think it's weird because, like, we probably need a change somewhere to be like, title, real title contenders. Anything yes. can happen in the playoffs. But, like right now, we're just barely out of it. I think just a little bit. Yeah. Just out of that title contention. Um, like we can and, win one. Mm-hmm, we can win a title with yeah. this team, but yeah. realistically, it's we need a move. Like we, one more piece would make more. it like a lot easier, a lot more smooth. Yeah, a lot easier on me as a fan. Right. <laughs> don't risk, don't okay. risk my happiness with this. Um, the team I had above, above the box, above the Bucks, is the Phoenix Suns. They have second best record in the league right think now. About 20, it. Yeah, twenty four and eleven. Um, they were kind of tough to gauge here. You say they have the second best record in the league? Yes. Holy shit. I saw the West. I didn't even look at the record, so or I didn't look at Philly's record, but wow. I'm like ninety nine percent sure I didn't fuck that stat up. I'm like no, 99%. I, I, I okay. I believe it. Um 
Chris Paul, I, I wrote down that Chris Paul has literally turned this team of young guys into like grizzled vets that just play super well. Like Mikael Bridges is just a very efficient player all the way around, plays super smart basketball. I said, I'm thinking the thing this will really come down to. For they do them, have the second best record. I would like okay. to point out you are not wrong. I think the biggest question mark for this team going forward is DeAndre Ayton. Just because it's yeah. like they're they're set at the guard spots. You know, even like their backups, who do they have? They have that one CP3 ball dude from is, West Virginia. CP3's value is this. Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. for anyone who's not seen my bad podcasting, I, I'm showing with my arms a chart going exponentially up. A so he's just getting better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But eight, think about like the the guard spots are completely set. The wing spots are solid. Like they have a bunch. They have young guys, old guys. Cam Johnson steps up every once in a while and just will provide like five threes yeah. out of nowhere. And at the center, it's DeAndre Ayton and like Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> like I don't, I can't think of another big on their team. So if DeAndre Ayton's yeah, not stepping either. up, they really are going to be able to get by. Like That's AD, true. like who else? Like even like it's they don't have like, stars, if it comes right? out of the East. They no, don't have Darius Arch. No, I don't believe so. I don't okay. believe so. I'm pretty sure. But they 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 he would quietly be good for them right now if he was on their team. Urson would be good for them right now. That would be a great pickup for them. Because you know he would give them like a cup just a couple spotty charges and Chris some Paul boards, dying. Some boards yeah. while DeAndre Aiden gets arrested. I mean he's sneaky still fine. He was fine with us last year, honestly, in his limited minutes but i'm peeping i'm yeah. peeping his twitter highlights i'm peeping those oh yeah i saw that in the snow in the snow him dribbling around yeah that was that made its rounds around buck's twitter yeah um, all right you're up with seven well i just want to hold on the suns <laughs> devin booker i bet on him to win mvp to start the year it's kind of and like publicly on the record i'm like nah what a bad bet <laughs> hey you know old park he just making his stabs before the season, but behind closed doors, I'm like checking the standings every day. Like, oh, D book with another thirty six and seven game. Uh, like, and I get, I think Chris Paul is the obviously the most valuable person on the team. But, but like, it might come down to Booker. What if the Suns get the one seed? If the Suns get the one seed, yeah, and, and like Booker's CP3 averaging thirty, right? He's MVP, possibly. Like, he has to go to the I ceremony. I honestly think they'd give it to Chris Paul. I know, and it's sickening. It's, it's absolutely like he's made sickening. the last, like, three teams all better. At this <laughs> right, point, you're yeah. like, dude, like, he's obviously the most valuable. Significantly <laughs> better. Like, the Suns, the Suns were in a playoff team last year. Despite going 8-0 in the bubble, they barely missed the playoffs. Like, I think. Honestly, such a good decision by Chris Paul to just see that team like catch fire and be like, okay, those two young dudes can play. And if I want to sit out a night, we don't have like a 0% chance of winning. Pardon like that last is last year. Last year, they were the 17th best rated defense in the NBA. This year, they are the third best rated defense in the NBA. Like he's helping on both sides. He's just before, before they signed Damn Chris it, Paul John over Holtz. this summer, over this summer, before they signed Chris Paul, would you have thought that the Phoenix Suns were going to be the third best defense in basketball. Zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. I feel like Aiton hasn't even scratched his defensive potential yet. No, not at all. Like he's built like he could be an all defensive 
uh, center in this first or second team. He's, not, really he's literally has David Robinson's body. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think he's that good, to be honest. But I don't whatever. think he can shoot. No. Like, I mean, David Robinson had a jumper that he, I don't think Aiden can shoot. But I agree, he's kind of the key piece going forward. And I think he's yeah. going to melt in the playoffs this year. And that's why they won't do much with CP3. But they should have brought back Baines. Baines would have been nice for them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We got to move on. <laughs> yeah, we do. We're way too much on talk, damn it. Okay. So number six. Starting. You're on seven. <laughs> You're on so you just go, or oh, I'm on seven? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Trailblazers. Okay. This was, a, this was a big one of like, uh, since we had some with Sunstock, I'll try to speed through this. But uh, wait, this is one of those where like CJ out, Nurk out, like uh, what the circumstances were for the Trailblazers in the first half of the season. I got to give them credit. And yeah. Put them in the, in the spot here. Like they've just been performing well. Dame, I – He's going to have an all-NBA – he's having an all-NBA season. I mean, what else can you say about him? Gary Trent showed out. Simon's dunk contest champ. Maybe that sparks his actual play a little bit. Mm-hmm. And his Cantor, like, he's there. He'll be something. a nice backup once Nurkic and Allen. A really back. nice backup. He'll be a nice really guy nice to have backup. there. They're only five so that, and a half games out of the one-seed park. I know. Like, they Think have been – about that. Like, Dame could win MVP. Dame could win I know. MVP. I know this MVP race. We'll talk about that for a minute too, but this, it is wide open in my opinion. I completely agree. Um, I yeah. Okay, nine. I'll just skip through. Wait. So that, oh no, I'm at eight. No, you're on. My bad. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Okay, I had the Blazers <laughs> at eight. I already said who I picked, but it was the Los Angeles Clippers. They are now yeah. at eight. Um, I had a lot of trouble with them because they've been good all year. But for some reason, and like they've been at like that top three, like honestly, the last like 10 yeah. weeks probably. And even though I kept, I, I have been saying I'm sleeping on them. Um, but for some reason, they, whenever I watch them, they refuse to show me like that they're straight. any different. Yeah. Oh, I know. That but means that's like the last three games over our week, over, you know, our whole thing. I know. I know. Like, it's yeah. weird. Um, but I think that's why we have that yeah. mindset right now. Yeah. I, I agree. They refuse to show me like why they're different than last year. Like, when they win, it's not even fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not even – like, I'll see, like, Luca has 40-point triple-double and Mavs win, and I'm like, damn it, I should have watched that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see uh, Paul George and Kawhi combine for 65 as Clippers win by 20, and I'm like, eh, eh, okay. Then, it, I know how it happened. Yeah, I know exactly how it happened. It was mm-hmm. Kawhi hitting mid-rangers and – PG hitting like kickout threes and maybe they have one like cool finish. One of them had one cool finish. That's it. Yeah, they're they're actually pretty surprisingly average when it comes to defense too this year. Like you'd think with with Surge, Pat Bev, Surge, Kawhi, and Paul Dubai, George, they'd be pretty even. good. They're sixteenth in defensive rating, twenty first in blocks, and twenty first in steals this season. Like, not to steal Russ, Russell Westbrook's quote, but genuinely Pat Bev is just running around out here tricking y'all. Like, oh, he, yeah. I've and noticed his defense think, this year has been weirdly bad. I think everybody knows it now. Like, it's what I don't even like, think I think at one point anymore. it was good. At oh, one yeah. point, he yeah, was a good was defender. Solid. That, but solid, right but now, I think he's, he's flipping. And Lou Will mm-hmm. sucks. He's just, mm-hmm. yeah, not I'll there. stay on the Lou Will, uh, Luke Kennard train that they can't play okay. together. But uh, all right, you're up. Do I have nine? nine? Yeah, 
Um, this is extremely biased of me. I'm just going to say the Nuggets. I went against everything I said before up until this point because the Nuggets for me are just an eye test. Like, mm-hmm. they absolutely ran through the Bucks, And I think, I think Jokic, uh, I'll talk a little bit about him soon as well, but I just – I think that when they're firing on all cylinders, they seriously are like a top three team in the league, especially their offense. And I, I obviously I want to see a little more out of them defensively, but they look, the nets are number we're number two on our power rankings and they're a sieve defensively. So I don't see why I, I know the nuggets lose some games. They probably shouldn't, but I think it's more on the supporting cast being in some kind of inconsistent. So I'll still throw the Nuggets on here. I think they deserve it. Uh, yeah, I agree they deserve it. I think they're still trying to figure out how to play without Jeremiah Grant. I agree. Because Michael, Michael Porter doesn't really give them that defense at all. And obviously he's a little better yeah. scorer than Jeremiah Grant, even though Grant has showed that he's plenty capable of scoring. Right. Like, on a nice basis. It could be missing I, that a little bit. And so, like, they're, they're missing That's the scoring. defense when it's Michael Porter. And then when it's Paul Millsap, it's just, like, not dynamic enough. It just doesn't he's really just work. Old. Yeah, he's it's just dirt. like, dude, you can figure something out. Like, just make, the bold, just make the bold, bold move, damn it. Just Why is he not bold. playing all <laughs> the damn time? Sense. Just make what play you basketball. need. Like, um, you need a nice rim protector because Jokic is not that. Yeah. And Bulls just collecting dust on your bench mm-hmm. and knocking yeah. down one three a game in three minutes. Like You know Gary Harris is only averaging nine points in 30 minutes? Well, that – he's not good. No, he's I – very yeah. – I think he's yeah. very overrated. Like, Morris and Barton are considerably more valuable to them. Yeah, I dude, I feel like the last couple of years we've been always talking about how deep the Nuggets are and like how like you know they're a deep yeah. team. Jokic is like pretty good and they're like still figuring it out. And now they're just not that deep. I, I think, think it's the opposite. I think it's yeah. Now they're literally care. Like I think Jamal Murray's value is just skyrocketing. Uh-huh. Like I think without him they would be like fighting for a playoff spot. Because mm-hmm. when agree. Jokic has an off night, there's just not the scoring there. Dude, they have. Needs. I mean, they give. Hartenstein, Compazzo, Conkar, <laughs> right? RJ Hampton minutes. Like Marcus Howard played an NBA game for them. Think about that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. But no, I saw like I, I saw the Compazzo thing and I was like, oh, this Compazzo guy, he's pretty cool. He's got to be only playing though because someone's hurt. And I checked their injury report and I'm like, oh no, he just has to play. Bro, he, he plays. I don't, I, I don't have his. I don't have the stats, but he plays at least like when I watch, he's always in at least like twenty minutes. At least, yeah, he's playing. Yeah, and I he's not terrible, that. but it's like he shouldn't be playing on the Nuggets. Like he's <laughs> solid. He's solid, but he should be on a bad team. Yeah, like Hernan Gomez fills some minutes, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't yeah. like that. All right, at All number right, ten, up. at number ten, probably the team that's been the most up and down of this entire NBA season. It's the Boston Celtics. Okay. Um, okay. I think a big part of like what we think about the Celtics, like they're fourth in the East right now. I know, yeah. And they and so, dog shit. So here's the thing. I think of like they've been average. They've been like figuring things out. They've Marcus Smart's been hurt. He's only played, I think, how many games? I, I didn't write it down. I think he played in seven games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'd be interested to see what their record is when he's in and out. I didn't look that stat up. I think very different. Um, I, well, like, I th- I'm saying if he played, yeah. it would be very different. With how tight the East is right now, like they were sitting in, I think, like 11th for like 
three weeks probably and we were all like dude the celtics suck and now they're just north and everything's fine and like they'll make the playoffs and have home court for at least the first round and they have two all-stars who are just getting better like true it's hard for me to not put the celtics here because like the west at after that it was like the spurs were an option like i I just don't want to put the spurs over the celtics i i had the spurs in my honorable mention on here yes who did you have the celtics at 10 i had the knicks I had the Knicks at 10, and that was also one of those, like, circumstance-type things. Like, right behind the Celtics. So, I I get both arguments, though. Okay, so our top 10 for the midway point goes, number one, the Utah Jazz. Number two, the Brooklyn Nets. Number three, the Los Angeles Lakers. Number four, the Philadelphia 76ers. Five, Milwaukee Bucks. Six, Phoenix Suns. Seven, Portland Trail Blazers. Eight, Los Angeles Clippers nine Denver Nuggets, and ten Boston Celtics slash mm. New York Knicks. New York Knicks. <laughs> we, like the, we like the big markets. We give them a shout-out at the 10th. Yeah, hell yeah. By the way, I think I could have a weekly, hour-long podcast just talking about the Suns because I have CP3 on my fantasy team, and they always play at late at night. So, like, I always am watching their games because I'm always up late. So I just watch a lot of Suns basketball and I'm always like, dude, if they got this guy or like, why don't they do this more? Or like, why isn't Aiden good? Like I am always questioning the Suns. So Wiley I'm Parker, glad. I'm on a two game win streak in fantasy basketball. Quiet. That is definitely quietly. <laughs> three and eight. I'm three and eight and looking in on that playoff spot. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking a peek. You're taking a peek at the playoffs. I got the blanket below my eyes. I got the blanket below my eyes. You've gone to a couple uh, open houses, and you've you've looked around. You you know how many bedrooms you want, but you're not sold yet. (laughs) All right, you ready for midseason awards? I can't wait, actually. Okay. um, Cannot wait. So I know you went way deeper than me. I did MVP, Depoy, six-man, coach of the year, Rookie of the Year and Most Improved, and also I did Finals MVP just so I could. I did all those, basically saying, say nothing, and then I know you did whatever all NBA <laughs> like of that. So it started where I was just gonna do first team just to kind of show like how I value the NBA right now. I was like, I'll at least do that, but then I was like, damn, I left some good people off. I gotta do second team, <laughs> and then that's it. And then I was like well, what, am I just going to leave it at first and second team and not do third team? I'll rattle those off once we're done with the awards. But, yeah. All right, I want to so, hear your MVP first. Mine's, I think, so mind you, for anyone listening, this is a prediction. So, yeah. like, we're not using, like, we're not saying this is first half MVP. We're saying this is who we think will pick up value. And like I said, I thought that, the MVP discussion is wide open right now. I think, I, I don't know. I just think it's a lot more open than like betting odds say. So I'm going to go Jokic. I think that the Nuggets pick it up. And I think that AD will come back and bronze stats will drop a little bit. I think Giannis will get into the mix a little bit too. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, uh, and I also think like the Jazz just, they don't have a star that's good enough to kind of be in that MVP talk. So really like you look at that, like, Embiid is his biggest competition right now, and that'll be mm-hmm. tough. But, again, I think they're going to drop off a little bit. If Embiid keeps it up, credit to him. He deserves it. But I just don't think that'll happen. I think Jokic will go dummy second half of the year. Yeah, so I think 
Joel Embiid is the MVP right now, obviously. I think we – not obviously, but I think kind of the consensus. Um, mm-hmm. But I think he's going to really lack those, like, MVP moments at the end of the year and the narrative. True. Like, he won't have any narrative. And here's – yeah. so I, this is – this. This prediction is almost a complaint. I think LeBron's going to win MVP this season. <laughs> it's a complaint. Okay. I think LeBron's going to win MVP this season because I think he's going to keep the Lakers afloat while, while you know, they're yeah. struggling without AD. He'll have he's, the value he's got, argument. He's got solid stats. Like, they're not bad. Right. And I honestly – you said they might get worse when AD comes back. Well, LeBron's stats is what I meant. LeBron's yeah, stats. Just his worse. scoring, his assists will go up. Everything else will go up as long as AD's playing strong. And yeah, you know they're yeah. going to rattle off 20 wins in a row at some point yeah. here and just take that two that's or one true. seed. So that's kind of where my head was at. Um, yeah, I like that argument. That, like, Embiid, to me, is like, if he can keep up the, like, scoring and everything, he should be probably my favorite for it. But I just think, mm-hmm. like, LeBron's going to have those moments at the end of the year taking up the one seed, and people are going to fall for it, and it'll happen again. Yeah. Oh, damn it. You're right. Now I'm complaining. Yeah, it'll be him. I do think, I think quietly Giannis is going to have an argument. I agree, but do you think – okay, this is something I've thought about since last year. I think LeBron would have won MVP if there wasn't a coronavirus outbreak. Like, he was coming for that type of trophy, to be honest. The hype train was, like, building as well. Like, yeah. You, you talked about narrative. And Giannis just started like, to MVP struggle. MVP moment. Yeah. 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 We lost a lot at the end, but it was – Kind of like, well, they're in a bubble, so how can you really – like, that's where we lost mm. even more than in the bubble. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. Um, Depoy? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first for Depoy. We'll just kind of yeah. sneak it. I like that. I um, like that. I put Rudy Gobert here because I don't think there's Same. really any other option. He just anchors that – like, they're the I fourth best it. defense right now. He's averaging I know. That's what did it. He's averaging 2.7 blocks, and the team has the best record in the league. And – like, as much as I want to say, like, I think Donovan Mitchell's the more important player to the team, 100%. I agree. To those two. But he's their entire defensive scheme, Rudy Gobert. Like, he literally yeah. just sits there and the waits to block power. shots. Yeah, he just sits there and waits to block shots, and everybody else can run out and defend the three. You don't have to worry and, about it. And, like, Miles Turner's literally averaging, like, 3.6 blocks a game. Like, mm-hmm. he's having a – he's putting up better highlights, basically. But – like rim, uh, I think field goal percentage around the rim is Gobert's leading him in that. Mm-hmm. And overall defense, the Jazz are leading the Pacers, and the Jazz just have such a good record. Gobert's going to walk to this award. I hate to say it. I actually had Turner typed out. I painfully had to delete it because I was just like, what am I thinking? It's going to be Gobert. Correct me if I'm wrong. Has Miles Turner missed some time in like yes. the last few weeks? Okay, that's A I little thought. bit, yeah. That didn't help make sure. That did yeah. not help either, but like Turner's he could come back up and still play level year. Yeah, I think Giannis is having like arguably his best defensive season. Honestly, I agree. Like I, I thought he Giannis, looked really good. I think Giannis is definitely going to get some voter fatigue across the board here this year. Oh, true, absolutely. Even though like should be near the top of the vote. Um, they gave it. Hey, they tossed him an All Star. All Star. Yeah, they that, gave him a bone. They were like, it. "Hey, yeah." They were like, "Hey, there you go, there you go." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little something to hang on to. Take that. Uh, <laughs> my sixth man. This is not exciting as well. It's Jordan Clarkson. He, I mean, he might have this award wrapped up now. 
Yeah. Like, I don't even think he needs to play the rest of the year. (laughs) He might still win it because I saw the odds, the second most odds. Do you, do you know who the second most odds are now? It could be different on different websites. I do don't know. know who it is. I do not know who it is, but I believe mm. it's plus 600. I saw even worse, too. I saw Clarkson was minus 400. I saw plus 1,100 was the next one. And who it was, was it? Eric Borden. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, like, the, well, the, no the problem is the Rockets have lost 10 straight. That's yeah. why. Maybe even more than that, actually. I, I think I know it's over ten, um, but it has to be Jordan Clarkson. This is another one of those like, just because the Jazz are so dominant, they're gonna have people at high levels in these awards. They're gonna have a lot yeah. of competition. Yeah, I think he's also like the spark plug that you can kind of say like turn this offense like into a real juggernaut. Like he's yeah, he, like for the bench unit, like when Donovan Mitchell's out. Jordan Clarkson's in. Jordan Clarkson's in, just getting straight buckets the whole time. Like he's putting. If up you would have told me Jordan Clarkson's like yeah. rookie year that he would have become this, I would have been like, hell no. Mm-hmm. He'll be in the G League in like six years. He'll be like in Europe or something. But his whole, like, his whole like persona, his whole game, just completely like tripled. Like took everything a one, just yeah, like took yeah. a complete one eighty. I was like, he's this got, guy is like Jared Dudley. In his mm-hmm. in Jared Dudley's prime is his ceiling. That's literally what I thought about Jordan Clarkson. He got cool braids. He got all tatted. Now he's awesome. Right? Like, <laughs> is that yours? Is that yours? Yeah, he is man? also mine. Okay. Um, yeah, I got coach cool of the one. year. I got coach yeah. of the year next up. Um, I so I didn't want to choose Quinn Snyder. Okay. I didn't want to do it, and I saw the Suns were making a big run, so I went with Monty Williams here. I love that, Dan. He, I love I, that. Like, the Suns have the second-best record in the league, like we were talking about earlier. We, we've talked right. enough about the Suns, so I don't want to, like, do too much here. But yeah. he's completely, like, helped that team just <laughs> 40 amplify what they already Suns. were. Like, obviously, yeah. you can say it was Chris Paul, so that might take away some of the coach of the year yeah. talk. But uh, you yeah. still had to, like, bring him in, gel, met, like, get him gelled with the team. And yeah. now if there's a now executive of the of the year might automatically have to go to I think it's James Jones actually is the GM of the Suns. The uh the guy who yeah. won like four, five titles with LeBron or whatever it was. I think I so, was, yeah. Whatever, not five, whatever. I know for sure he's in front office there. I think he's mm-hmm. GM though. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, my think, coach of the I year? think for yeah, yeah, go. Uh go. but I, I like that argument. I went with Doc Rivers. My, I was kind of thinking about the CP3 thing and, like, you know, is is that too much of an impact? Will that impact voters? Whereas this Philly team, like, yes, Seth Curry's huge and, like, Danny Green's big additions, Dwight Howard, those are all solid additions. But, like, this – their two best players, really, their three best players are all the same, probably. Mm-hmm. Tobias Harris is probably their third best player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, yes, they got a new GM, didn't really do anything, didn't really – or I guess Daryl Morey actually isn't technically their GM. He's like their president of basketball operations, but basically GM. So I gave Doc Rivers the nod because this team's kind of hung around three to five seed with mm-hmm. Embiid and Simmons. And if they're – I mean, if Doc's able to push them to that one seed without, like, getting crazy better talent-wise, I think he could – he could possibly make a run at coach. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Actually, I think the 
Sixers were always kind of like a team that didn't play up to their potential in like the big moments. Yeah. It just seemed like they kind of are a little more now. Like he kind of came more. in and gave them that like spark. That could be like just how they, the roster shaked up this year and like got a True. little better, like meshed well. But I still think he's kind of brought life into that team. Yeah. Um, Plus their road record doesn't help, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that doesn't you are, help. You are up. I've got Maybe. rookie of the year next, but whatever you want. Okay. I'm going to do most improved okay? because <laughs> that's what I've written. Julius Randle. I, I kind of just wanted the Knicks to be represented on here. Like there was a couple pretty damn good arguments. Uh, what, what's one of the, uh, okay. I'm blanking on a couple of the other options. <laughs> I, I want to say, uh, Gary I honestly Trent didn't really was think on there. Well, Mello was also on there, actually, uh-huh. I believe. Uh, just a lot of, although, can you win a most improved if you're like great and then bad and then good? I don't even know if that would count, but uh, I, I went with Julius Randle. Oh, uh, the leader was actually Jeremy Grant. He was the leading in odds. Oh, yeah. He is. I, Christian fair. Wood is. I've got the list right here. We've got Christian Wood, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Chris Boucher. Yeah. Shea, Gil- Shea honestly kind of deserves it. Colin Sexton. I feel like even Boucher has a good argument. Like, mm-hmm. I thought there was a lot of good arguments on here. Levine, yeah, I, great I, argument. I, yeah, I also went with Julius Randle. Um, oh, I mean, cool. 20, 23, 11, five and a half. I'm Their record the 50, did it for me, too. Yeah, I'm going to call him the 50, 40, 80 guy. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Um, Whatever. He, I don't know. He like he seems like the big reason that the Knicks are actually doing good this year. So you got to put him in, in here somewhere in the awards. I feel um, that. I feel that. Rookie of the year. I, this is another one that just seems obvious. Like Lamelo's got it completely locked up to me. Yeah. Um. The only way, way I think it up. becomes, I I don't think this is too close anywhere unless the Warriors make some big playoff push and Wiseman's like a big part of it or a big reason why. Or the Timberwolves make a playoff push and it's <laughs> literally because of Anthony Edwards. Like Anthony Edwards is right there. Like at, in terms of what I've seen from him, like really liking it and like being like, oh shit, like he's a baller. <laughs> like, he's yeah, he's gonna baller. like he's a worth the number one. Uh-huh. But, like, the team just stinks, and they should have been, like, fine once he got there because, you know, at some point you just have enough picks. <laughs> if like, they're not fine next year, you got to You have problem. to trade Cat. You have to trade Cat. I mean, and he's just, just going to start you, demanding it. You just have to trade him and get whatever you can before he just dips on you. Um, yeah. I wonder when his contract – anyway. I think a big part of LaMelo, like 100% having it locked up and like being able to thrive is just because the Hornets had no expectations going into this year. And everybody on the, and then instead of like, and not a single player, except maybe Devontae Graham, who plays LaMelo Ball's position, like regressed at all, or even say the same, they all just got substantially better when he came. So it's hard for me to drop 40. In a game, dude, Lamelo's averaging sixteen, six and six right now. Like that, those like, are numbers. That's I mean, what ben that's Simmons like puts up sweeping third team All NBA. That's what that's in, what Ben Simmons in some puts seasons. Up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if he's if he's clamps defensively, if he can like use his lankiness to and athleticism to be a great defender, dude, he's gonna be he's gonna be rattling off All Star periods mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Uh, so he was also my rookie of the year. Uh, finals MVP, I believe is what we're on. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I had LeBron. Um, I don't really have an explanation. 
Like you, you know suck. what LeBron is in the you playoff. Suck. You and suck. they just won a title and they probably are going to win it this year. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I was a real one and chose Giannis. Um, Good. I, I pray every evening before I go to bed. I only I only made the category so I could say Giannis. Um, <laughs> I was say, we didn't even like really talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I threw it in there and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Giannis. Um, are you, <laughs> you want to do your all NBA teams? I'm gonna rattle them off. Okay, I don't. Okay, then I, we can just do them all. We can talk about them after. Yeah. First team: Steph, Dame, LeBron, Giannis, Jokic. Yeah, pretty pretty standard. Second team: Beal, Harden, Luca, Kawhi, Embiid. Embiid will have an argument for that first team as well. Um, Kawhi literally is just so solid every day in the year. Like, well, yeah, his defense yeah. honestly gets him up there too. You also had uh, you had Jokic as your MVP, correct? So you have, right. So I had, had to put him at one over exactly MVP. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I thought those honestly those two teams were kind of easy. I think mm-hmm. like Beal could have a first team argument, I guess. But like the Wizards are dog shit, and he's not mm-hmm. great defensively. But uh, the Wizards team, are back. The Wizards are back. True, maybe. Uh, third team, Levine and Booker at guards. This is where it gets weird. Zion at forward. I love it. Sabonis at forward. Mm-hmm. And I put Vucevic, question mark, as my third team All-NBA center. Was it not like, Rudy Gobert? Rudy Gobert. I, like, I feel that, but Vuce is putting up, like, 25 and, and 9. Dude, they, with, tossed like, him, they tossed him an all-star. Like, but he genuinely crap. deserves it. Like, he's a machine. He is an absolute machine. Like, DeMontis I think Sabonis deserved it above him, and you know it, before the – No, Sab- well, Sabonis is on here. I have Sabonis – no, I know. Like, I mean for the All-Star game. Like, oh, the All-Star bit. Maybe. Yeah. That's a fine argument. Yeah. But but Boos is a killer. He's efficient, too. I, I watch him because Andy has him on his fantasy team, so I'm watching a oh, lot of Orlando Magic basketball. And Boos is – Anthony. Nice. I got a question today about Cole Anthony, and I couldn't really answer it. I just remember that one uh, Not... big, like, exciting, at least. I don't know. Yes. Yes, exciting. No for, like, is he quiet? Like, you know how every NBA player is like, is he quietly doing good when you're not watching, when there's not mm-hmm. you're not seeing highlights of him? Yeah. Cole Anthony's not good in that aspect. Okay. <laughs> but he okay. could be. He could be. <laughs> Um, are you ready for Masterclass Disaster Class? I'm very yeah, we've happy. We've already talked one. about mine, by the way. My master class was the uniforms, the all-star uniforms. I mm-hmm. absolutely loved them. Thought they were very fun. Uh, my disaster class was Zion's all-star performance, mainly based off his expectations to obviously mm-hmm. be like insane and literally built for that game. 
eh, wasn't really a big aspect. By the you way, um, I don't know if you know this, but or if you watched the uh, USA World game last year, Zion missed like a bunch of dunks at the end that he tried to do like between the legs. Yes. Oh yes, I like, do. He missed all that, of them. Actually. He missed every I single. I do remember one. that. Okay, my masterclass. Is I masterclass. missed the rising stars. Damn it. My anyway. masterclass is S class. Is not about basketball. So okay, okay. So. <laughs> My masterclass is the Pennzoil 400 presented by Jiffy Lube Racing. The NASCAR race that took place today. I hate NASCAR, damn it. I saw you watching it in your house, though, because I saw Gavin's story. Someone was wearing a helmet. I I was disgusted. I hate the sport. So so today my dad came up to Madison to get lunch. My dad came up to get – my dad likes racing a lot, just like watching it for some reason. I don't know why. My dad does too. And he came up to – so I might now, by the way. That's, oh, that's no. The, that's the disaster Damn class it. is that I, I might like racing. Mark, that's the disaster class is I might like racing now. Because, Mark, listen, so today we were just chilling at the bar, had a beer, yeah. hung out, watched some racing while we got lunch. And it was just kind of on, like, at the bar. So I that was – the first time I saw it was What'd you get for the eighth lap. Eighth lap. I got so – and we went to the kind of expensive place and we sat down and, and what I was Dave like, as well? Dave got a burger, but we okay. sat down and I looked at the entrees and I was like, Ooh, I forgot this place is like expensive. I don't want to force it. So I got a steak case, yeah. which wasn't bad okay. at all. It so sounds I was just kind of, I was like, I'll just keep it, you know, cheap. Also get a good right. beer. And so we're at the bar just watching. I, I start at the eighth lap. I like to I get the home. environment. Yeah. So then I go home. And then for some reason, it's on our TV here, the NASCAR race. And it's at like the 170th lap at this point. Because I had just, yeah. you know, I'd left the bar, probably saw it to like, probably saw a good 100 laps at the bar, came back at 170th. There's 100 laps to go. And me and Gavin just chilled on there for like an hour and a half and watched cars go in circles. And we're just right. chilling. And it's awesome. You're just vibing. <laughs> it's so fun. You're just hanging okay, I- out. Like I chilling, and it's yeah, on in the background. It. You can be on your phone and just like look up. We were see, playing music for a little bit. Mm. It was nice. It was nice. See, that's the argument I will give. Tip my, I'll tip my metaphorical cap and physical one towards NASCAR is, you don't have to watch every play, or, or there aren't plays. You don't have to watch consistently. Mm-hmm. So all you really need to care about is like the last ten laps, or all you have to do is listen. And someone's like, oh, they're getting tight, Daryl. And uh-huh. like the two guys are rubbing, rubbing's racing, and they're just kind of like nudging each other. And one guy does a fishtail. And like, that's all you really need to care about. Mm-hmm. So I'll say it's good TV for like if you have friends over. Yeah. And you're 100%. just having a couple drinks and maybe you're playing poker. Maybe you're, I don't know, you're doing something else. It's a good secondary activity. To have on in the background because oh, there's, there's always something going on. Parker, what happened in the race, you ask? What happened in the race, you ask? Oh, okay. So, what happened in the race? <laughs> yeah, okay. There were no no crashes from 70 laps on, which I thought Good. would suck. But at the end, I was like, dude, I'm glad like the right I like it better. Won, you know? I think there was some, everyone there was loves a little, crashes. There was a couple it's my crashes. least favorite part. Um, Kyle Larson was – he was leading with like the last 10 laps and with three to go, the announcer showed a stat and read it off that he had nine second place finishes, the most of all time on one and a half mile tracks without like winning a 
first place on yeah. half mile tracks. And it could have been the biggest announcer jinx of all time. Like a runaway race, no accidents the last 70 laps. This guy's yeah. got his dream. He's finally going to win this race. And there's a crash behind him for some reason because this announcer just went and decided to say that. It yeah. loses everything. <laughs> so he won, though. He did win. So it wasn't okay. a jinx. Okay. But I was furious when I saw him do this. On the Dude, screen. announcers are doing this thing now in every sport where they're, like, leaning into the jinx to, like, get social media buzz. Like, mm-hmm. like they want to jinx someone. Or they're at least open about being like, ah, I might jinx him. Like, it's been huge with free throws lately. It's pissing me off. Same with field goals. They're stealing that from me, by the way. I've been on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had your jinx since the day I met you. You've been jinxed. (laughs) So, so I do you have a disaster class? Oh, that is my disaster class is that I might be. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Um, Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed those. Is it time to. A little too much NASCAR talk. Is it time to get a little fighting talk going? Some fighting words? Are we saying some fighting words? That's what I was hoping. Gonna... Yeah, I like fighting words. I was going to actually propose that to you, whether we were going to call it fighting yeah. talk or fighting words. Fighting words. I like words. Word. I like words. Yeah. Um, Dude, it was crazy. Yeah. Do you want to go fight by fight? So, Sorry. for those of you who don't know, UFC 249 or 259? 259. 259 yeah. was last night. Um, the main main event was Adesanya versus Bacovic. Blachowicz or something like that. I, I don't know exactly. Jan, Jan I, I know it. Yeah. It's like Jan Blachowicz, something like that. Not good with uh, names like that. We'll call I him think, Jan. I think he's from Poland. Actually, no, there's, a, there's another Jan. So we should yeah, exactly. Him. That's why I didn't want to. So we'll call him Big Blatch. I don't know. Uh, yes, the that fight works. I like that. that. Big Blatch. <laughs> the fight before that was uh, Nunez versus, does it even matter, Henderson, I think? Or yeah, Anderson? Megan Anderson, who was Megan 11, Anderson? And four, 11 and 4 going into this fight. And she, she got to fight Amanda Nunez. She looked scared. I, I have a take about that in a second. Let me just say the other one was Peter Yan versus uh, Ajiban Sterling, I want to say is his name. Ajiban uh, Sterling. Ajemane Sterling. I I'm bet a big on fan Sterling. Of I'm a big Sterling user in UFC 3, so I know a little bit Okay, about okay. <laughs> yeah. for, for those of you who did not watch, uh, Sterling was getting his ass handed to him yeah. by Peter Jan, who's just a gritty Russian. You can picture him. <laughs> you, you don't even have to know what he, he's a gritty Russian there. With um, hands. A gritty Russian with hands. Oh, my God, he's got hands. He was working Sterling for this entire fight. Mm-hmm. But Sterling goes down on both knees. The ref calls him. The ref says he is. Uh, I don't know yeah, the exact word. Like, ba- but basically down. unhittable. There was a specific word he said, like some sort of safe zone or something. Like mm-hmm. he's given himself up. I think that was it. He gave himself up. Um, and Yan just gives him a knee to the face. And Sterling legitimately looked like he might he be died. concussed he, for the rest of his life. I thought life. he was going to die. It was maybe the most inhumane thing I've ever seen <laughs> on television. Like, like I watched I was a like, lot of Law and Order, and I like, like winced at that. I was like, like oh, I've I... never, I've never really watched UFC <laughs> and thought afterwards, like, like I, I, I know a lot of people watch it and think like, ah, this is just like barbaric. Like people are like trying to hurt right. each other. I normally can kind of see blood. past that and like, yeah, you, once you like watch it enough, you kind of see past that a little bit like artistic, and see like, you're yeah, like, okay. exactly. Exactly. But then, like, some shit like that happens, and I'm like, you might be right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, look, my, my, my hands are tied. My hands are tied when you show me something like that. 
Like even yeah. a lot of blood, I can like, all right, like that's just a good fight. Good back and forth, probably, probably. But you do something like that. I was so happy though, because I had money on Sterling and I was just depressed watching the whole fight because Sterling was well, drawing it out too. Like, oh yeah, he was, he was, wasn't like, going to get knocked was, out. Exactly. And the whole fight, he was going straight at Jan and Jan was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll wait for it and counter it. Every right. Time. Was like there was a point his dude, ass off. Sterling, Sterling at some point you could literally see his arms just in slow motion trying to punch him. <laughs> it, was it was sad. It was, it was genuinely sad. yeah. It was. I was just gonna say it's sad, but uh, Sterling wins, and he said afterwards he didn't want to win like that. Which I mean, I don't blame him obviously, mm-hmm. but you also don't want to lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like winning like that is better. You know, I don't care how much you respect you know the sport. Tradition, like you gotta, like I don't know. That's probably better than losing. Now you have a title. Now you have a title that you can defend against the same guy. It'll count one if you beat him. If not, then you know you had a title for a a week and your name's in the record books. Because why not? Right. Um, Uh, So the fight after was then Henderson versus Nunez. I have one comment on here about the about that fight. We're running out of human beings that can. Fight noon, yes. We already have. We already have. (laughs) We have already. We have already run out of people. That's why chicks like Henderson fight. Like, you just know they look scared. There's like no preemptive talk about the fight. Nunez was minus a thousand on the sports book I was looking at. Yeah. Like, that's so. That's a 16, that's a one versus 16 seed every damn fight. Parker, in a fight, that's not a fight. That's just not a it's, fight, and none it's of the fights are actual fights. Because she walks in, they'll kind of throw something, you know, once or she twice. She won't be phased, and then she'll hit them once, and immediately they'll be like, she's different. Yeah. <laughs> Back up. She's not the same as me. <laughs> she's like, Ronda Rousey beast. was really good. Nunez, but she's also way more technical. Like, she would, like, right. help people out and shit. Nunez is, like, like, Nunez is shaft. Like, there's yeah. just nothing you can do. There, there's nothing you can do to stop them. They're just different mm-hmm. than everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my, my big comfort. thing is how is how is someone that's eleven and four getting a title shot against Amanda Nunez? Going back to the point, they are they've run out of people. There just isn't any more women that are coming up. Like Rousey had to go through like Holly Holm and mm-hmm. uh, Cyborg, I believe. So like it was kind of tough. And oh, there was one more name she fought too. Uh, but anyway, like Nunez has already dusted everyone. Mm-hmm. It's over. It, it, like she is, <laughs> she's Joe Rogan. And this is another comment I have written down. Joe Rogan is so brutally honest calling fights. I absolutely love it. Like mm-hmm. he does not try and keep you entertained. He just says like, dude, What's Sterling, is fight? Yeah. <laughs> Sterling is yeah. fucked right now. If he doesn't like pull his head out of his ass and hit someone. Basically, that's just what he says in slightly nicer terms. But yeah, it's just like, I love Rogan do, for doing that. And I actually weirdly like, I kind of like Daniel Cormier as a as an announcer. I didn't like See, him as a fight. That's not a very popular opinion, I don't think. I know. Like, I like him at least more than when I liked him as a fighter, as an announcer. Yeah, if that's yeah, I, that is that is a good consolation. Um, moving on to the last fight. Yes, sir. Jan Blakovich. That's what I'll say. Big Blakovich. Um, so early, I kind of, I kind of, we, we saw it coming really this whole fight. 
because yeah. this was the one we were really we were texting, texting about. about it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and right away we saw Israel Adesanya was just like too technical. Like he was too. He's too good to just like right. fuck with. You know, that's like, what to I saw try in the to, last one. Against, to try to walk uh, in on him, the Brazilian. it's impossible. Yeah, against yeah. Uh, Paulo. Well, yeah. yeah, whoever you like, you can't just walk in on him because he'll put you down with some weird kick or just whatever he wants yeah. to. And Jan's not really quick enough to like get through that and like, you know, go. Yeah, I don't know. And he you were just think. saying, you were saying he just got to go put some weight on him. Yeah, hire him out. He should have way earlier. Mm-hmm. He should. Okay, I I thought they were gonna give it to Adesanya at the end on some calf. I really but, did. Yeah, um, I think they were thinking about it before uh, uh, Jan round. kind of put his weight on him and like really Adesanya just couldn't get out from underneath him. Oh like, yeah, he was stuck. He just did not have the weight to get under or or any leverage whatsoever to get out of the bat. He wasn't even like going into different positions or anything. He put him in a half guard and then was just punching him yeah. inside for like three minutes straight. There was not even like a he didn't go for a submission. He didn't try to like roll no. him over and like put him in any other position. He was just sticking with I remember there was one time when Adesanya kind of like got toward the fence and Jan literally just like picked up Adesanya's leg and pulled them like three feet away from the fence by himself. Like no, yeah. no help. No, yeah. And Adesanya just like looked at it and was like, well, fuck. Like what do I do now? <laughs> I, I just out. could not believe how quick Jan was. Like I yeah. thought that's where Adesanya, his hands are so fast and he just dissects you when he's fighting you. Always switching his feet, switching, you know, what side he's fighting from. Jan was just hanging in there. I was like, this dude's just going to get, like, a nice little three-piece from Adesanya and be out. He just never let that happen. Was doing a great job of being patient. I thought he could – obviously, I told you, I texted you, I thought he could have won it a lot earlier just by putting some weight on Adesanya. He trusted his bobbing and weaving, trusted his defense, and he kind of, I thought he won handedly. I thought yeah, he – I agree. I, I thought he I won by a decent margin. I agree. I think he – I'm glad he didn't go for the ground until the, that fourth round, fourth and fifth round, because we at least got to see, right. like, a good fight before it. Like, it was – you got to see him trying to kind of figure were just, out Adesanya. I, they were just Yeah, exactly. It was weird. They were kind of, like – They are feeling like, each other out. Like, I think – so early they were talking about how, how much Jan was, like, falling for – Adesanya's pump fakes. I honestly think he was just kind of moving his shoulders, like faking like he was falling for it to like, right. get ready for it. I don't know. That's what I saw. Like, just he was just kind of guessing, and it wasn't like he was all out falling for it. He was just like, okay, like if I just show at least that I'm baiting, like, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you that I think it was part of his strategy to do that because he was quick. He's a quick yeah, one. I couldn't believe how quick he was for his size. Um, Okay, I have, I have two statements, two more statements about that fight. Okay, you have two Adesanya's, more statements? Yeah. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I Adesanya didn't really is hear 31. It. Adesanya is 30 damn one. I couldn't believe that. Fighters are so old when they get into, yeah, like, public eye because you've got to, like, grind your way up to get good fights, and then you get you to win. UFC. You got to go 20 a lot. Be a, you got to go 20 like <laughs> right. he did to actually become a student. He should be a like one of the world's biggest celebrities in my eyes. Like he's know. awesome. He's got that, cool that's tattoos. How good he he's kicks really hard and he fuck like he fucks people up. Because like this didn't even necessarily hurt his legacy too bad because it was out of his own his yeah. normal weight class. So 
he's already the best at his weight class. He was trying a different one. He lost. It was a pretty good fight. I think if he puts on a little weight, it's better. But, like, the fact that he's 31 still really surprised me. I would have guessed, like, 27, 26. Yeah, I agree. But it's just how the UFC game is. Um, and one more statement. This is, this is Israel Adesanya's full name. You ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. Israel Mobolaji Kemetayo Udanayo Oluwafemi Owalabi Adesanya. That is I would, and I think that he chose, like, Israel Adesanya is a great name, yeah. but throwing one of those in there wouldn't hurt. Like, <laughs> Israel Oluwafemi Adesanya, now, ooh, now. <laughs> I'm not normally a, a hyphenated last name guy, but you throw one of those in Odenayo Adesanya. <laughs> yeah. So I think if he throws in one of those, that's a little marketing. That's a for, spicy take. I like that a lot. Yeah. Just any of them. Mobile Israel Mobilaji Adesanya. We're calling just for a, changing of names. A little now bit more. The, the green room. I mean, not, not even changing. For... <laughs> just finally including like Israel Tematayo Adesanya. Whoa. It's just it adds some harshness that I like. So that's all I have. That, that's I just got that in my research. I don't have anything else on UFC, but I do have one more stat before we close this out. Okay, I have I have trivia. Is that where was I? I did not do trivia, but I'll okay. answer questions. So okay, me, we'll, we'll do them quick after this. <laughs> okay, let me say the last stat I have. Yeah, John Clay. Ran a four point nine two forty at his four at his NFL draft combine. Okay, that is Bob that just... told me that today, and I I thought it was hilarious. It was <laughs> that is very funny. A big Haas who ran for like the most yards ever <laughs> just ran a four nine two. That's the... horrendous. <laughs> it's a That's terrible absolutely score. horrendous. It's a terrible. You know, a, a Georgia cornerback today ran a four two four. Eric Stokes four two four. He ran today. Official. Yeah. Lasered. Like that's not NFL combine official, but it was that doesn't count. That's some, <laughs> fair, fair. But they also said like Bo Jackson ran like a four flat unofficially. Yeah, which is like a four one or something absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Damn that. It, I like that stat. Damn it! I'm gonna have to answer guys. questions. Holy okay. Shit. Holy quick! Shit. They're all they're all related to All Star Weekend. Okay. Uh, they're gonna be old. All Star Weekend. I already know it. <laughs> Yeah, none of them. At well, okay, ready. Steve yeah. Nash and D Wade both have two skills challenge victories apiece. Who is the only other player? I worded this wrong. Who is the only other player to have two skills challenge? Victories? Before you say it, I think I know it, but keep going. A is Cat. B is Tony Parker. C is Damian Lillard. I don't know it then, <laughs> um, but Pat, Damian Lillard, Tony Parker. The problem is, I actually looked at a list with the winners of the last couple of years today, like the okay. last, like the okay. last, like the last, like ten years. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Damian Lillard. Ding ding ding! Hey. Correct, correct. It is Dame. <laughs> Cat and Tony did both win one, but uh, yeah, Dame won back to back. Actually, that's what I thought. That's what I was. And thinking. his second time winning, he was a co-winner 
with Trey Burke, which I didn't understand how that was possible. But or how Trey Burke that didn't look into it. Or how that yeah, I I did not look into it. So because um, it was just I, I honestly thought Sabonis won his second tonight. I don't know why. No, he did. Uh, there have been an uptick in bigs winning lately, which might be what you're thinking about. Bigs have just been kind of. I mean, it could. I know somebody won last year that was a big. I remember who it was. Uh, yes, and I don't remember who either. Um, anyway, just more information given to you from the green room, us not knowing that at all. Kevin Hart has an outstanding four Celebrity Game MVP awards. Second place only has two, and that person is A, Terrell Owens, B, Quavo, C, Nelly. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. I thought you were going to say Usain Bolt for some reason. Um, <laughs> Nelly, Quavo, who's the last one? Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. I thought Terrell Owens only played in one, and he, I know I remember that game vividly. I'm going to go with Terrell Owens. Ding, 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 2-0. and oh. All-star Dan is here. Let's go. All-star Dan is here. Yeah, Terrell Owens won back-to-back. He won the two years following Nelly, I believe. Uh, I also realized Celebrity Game was invented in, like, 02, which is honestly longer yeah, ago than I, I thought. I would have yeah. said, like, 2009 or something. Final yeah, one. It's just, or, now there's a lot of like business executives and stuff that play in it. Like, it's yeah, weird. it's weird because it's owners it's normally, now. but it's like, why are you playing in this game? I also Nobody don't knows. like old players playing in yeah. TV. Yeah. Like, it's a celebrity. Let's get all celebrities. Like, I don't want to see like 58 year old Dominique Wilkins just running through people or like whoever the like Ray Allen played like two years ago. Yeah. I don't want Ray Allen playing. He retired like two years before that. And he's a shooter. Uh, like, he's just going yeah, to be butter. Uh, anyway, question three. for To go three for three on the ninth, who is the youngest player to win the three-point contest? Is it A, Kyrie Irving, B, Craig Hodges, or C, Peja Stojakovic? Those last two names just threw a fucking whirl into this question. <laughs> Um, like Craig Hodges is too weird, but it feels almost too weird enough that it's like, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Kyrie Irving. Ding ding ding! Three for three. Dan goes three for three. Read the press. Who would have seen it coming? Who would have seen it coming? <laughs> Headline news. Zilkowski's gone three for three. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Kyrie won it when he was 20 years old. Uh, something I love to hold over Troy's head whenever we're talking Russ v. Kyrie, <laughs> even though it's kind of meaningless, but it's still kind of cool. Uh, Craig Hodges made the most consecutive threes in a three-point contest. He made 19 straight, which I thought was a wild number. That's insane. Uh, and Peja was, I believe Peja won only one. I think he only won one, but I kind of just threw him in as a wild card. It was a weird name. You threw me off at the end there. 
So, I, so like, I mean, I, I was, don't, I was like, realistically, I don't know any of the three point champions from that era. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I so kind of took like it. a 90s one, a 2000s one, and like a more recent one too, which I, I figured, uh, I figured, yeah, I figured Stoyakovich was just like a, like a few years where the three hadn't really like even started yet. <laughs> and he was yeah. kind of just, well, that's kind of how like Hodges was. Yeah. Too. Just like early. Um, but hit 19. <laughs> He had 19 straight. Like, that's absurd. Uh, that's that's one of those guys where, like, whenever I'm watching Steph Curry play with my dad, I'll be like, you're watching the best shooter ever. He's like, man, you know who was legit? Craig Hodges. I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, he's like, look up some tape. I will never, but. Uh, so, yeah, shout out Dan Reznor. Shout out All-Star Weekend. And you for going three for three. Both of us. Leaning back, basking in the glory of bad, my bad podcasting. But yeah, we're leaning back in 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 a, a successful fashion. Like we just uh, you got anything else to talk about today? I'm getting tired. Um, I I have nothing. I have nothing. It was a great podcast. I think we kind of went off. Yeah, I had a lot to get off my chest. Yeah, Again, so I did I. We talk. have. Yeah, I, we I, have to. I, we have Watch to do an actual – and so we're doing a weekend shenanigans this week. We don't. We probably won't have to do an NBA just because yeah. it's still going to be all-star break. We'll so, do yeah, let's do, let's do a shenanigans this week, and then we'll start thinking about potentially doing that mock draft at some point coming up here. Yeah, the, me and Thielen talked about it. He's interested. Uh, I'm very excited. You should honestly come to Whitewater for oh, the I draft when it happens. That'll be a great – like we've already talked about it. We're like people are putting mocks together and we're just drinking and having a jolly old time mm-hmm. watching the NFL draft is such a great day. Park, so we can great. make Park, we can make uh that mock draft when I told you how Dan Nettles he will be filming a doc I, I hey, this is the first time I'm talking about this to the fans, but we'll have a documentary type of thing <laughs> on us from him and oh, he wants yeah. to record it and produce it like with video to look all professional yeah. for it so we might have to do that for the mock draft and just take it super seriously and kind of get hammered <laughs> i'm gonna i will be taking it serious regardless i'm gonna have three round a three round mock ready ready and aimed up soon i like to wait till like literally two days before though because i want the most up to the date info i might buy a green light bulb we'll get down there maybe whoa i don't hate weird that. all right well thank you everybody for joining us today uh we will be back very soon with a movie that will be good but we don't know yet maybe bad maybe we choose a bad one that's what we do let's choose a bad one let's choose a bad movie just rag on a bad movie um okay if if you want to check this out and decide if you want to do this movie she dies tomorrow is a terrible movie she she dies tomorrow I don't want to do one that we have that either of us have seen. I want I saw one like it like two days ago. Oh yeah, we can't do that. Well, well, I guess we could. Yeah, it's okay. Solid. Oh, it, it's I'll it has like it. a twenty-minute stretch where it gets you, like where you're like, "Oh, this could be good," and then it ruins. <laughs> That'll be even better. That'll be even better. Honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank yeah. everybody. We'll see you later. Yeah.